The Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's the middle of the week here on Steelers Standard, so going to get to our power rankings in the NFL in just a second. little serious topic, though, to start this episode off. We're not going to talk much about it, but it's so glaringly the top news in the NFL. You'd be a fool not to address it a little bit. John Gruden... Uh, resigned as the head coach of the Vegas Raiders after emails emerged of him saying some unsavory things towards uh, several groups of people. Uh, No room for that in the NFL, clearly. No room for that in society in general. And it's the right move for the NFL and the Raiders to separate themselves from Gruden. And let's be clear. I mean, he resigned, but he was going to get fired if he didn't resign. Forced out if he didn't resign. Exactly. So... It's a good move anyway you slice it. You know, if you're out there saying, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, there's no excuses for it. He deserves to be on the sideline forever and never allowed to represent this league again. I mean, just some of the things, and I'm not going to get into the details. You can look them up on your own if you're so inclined. But how do you stare at your locker room again? And I'm sure some of these guys had an inkling. How do you look at Carl Nassib exactly. in the face again? I'm sure some of these guys had an inkling that he was ignorant because it's hard to hide that. You saw Keyshawn Johnson come on. He's ESPN been saying that yesterday. for years. That but John he Gruden said, has "I've been, been saying it for years, and now only today are people listening. are people finally listening to me." And you know, I feel bad for guys like Keyshawn who have been trying to shed a light on this for a while. And and, and and it was Keyshawn who was labeled as the drama queen, as as the the diva wide receiver when he was on the Buccaneers because people respected Gruden and just and brushed aside the, the dramatics that Keyshawn brought to the team. Well, people were wrong. Mm-hmm. And Keyshawn has been vindicated and that's something that is a positive you can take out of incredible amount of negatives that come with this story. But yeah, John Gruden, good riddance. If you're going to even try to remotely try to defend him or think that he should still be coaching in this league, I, I don't want to talk to you. I don't. I will gladly tap myself out of that conversation because I just don't respect your opinion at all when it comes to this matter. Uh, let's get to some fun stuff, though. Let's get to the power rankings. I got some spice already I at number ten. I think I've got some spice. I don't know. I mean, what's spice at ten? I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, well, so do I. I got the Chiefs at number 10. I thought the spice was going to be you dropped them out. No, I got them at number 10. They're 2-3. and Same record as your Pittsburgh Steelers. They've had some real tough losses. Really incredibly tough schedule for the Chiefs to start the season. Yeah, so they've played. Only team that I think might not make the playoffs that they've played is the Eagles. Other than that, they played the Brownies. The Browns, the Ravens, the Chargers, and the Bills. Bills. Yeah, that's tough. That's real tough. That's what you get when you're that good and you're the Chiefs and you're you're facing division winners every year. They've beaten the Browns and they've beaten the Eagles. Uh, They've lost the other games that they've had, so they're two and three. But, you know, I'm trying to think of teams that could be number 10 instead of them. The Saints? No, I'm not ready to do that yet. The Raiders stay there? No, they're kind of collapsing. I'm going to drop them out of my top ten. They're losing to teams much worse than the teams that the Chiefs lost to. The Panthers? Well, they just had a bad loss to the team that the Chiefs absolutely boat raced just a week ago, the Philadelphia Eagles. So you kind of run out of options. And then also on top of that, I still think the Chiefs are a top ten, maybe top five football team in the NFL. I I think the defense is abysmal. 
But I think the offense on most days is going to be able to make up for that abysmal defense. You're not going to place the Bills' defense every week. Let's so just what happened that. on Sunday night? You think that was more the Bills' defense being legitimate? or I also think that it's going to happen from time to time that your offense just isn't going to put up 40 points. You know, it's yeah, just, it's bo- it's I mean, just, it hasn't happened for the Bills since week one, though. No, it hasn't, but it happened in week one. So that's what I mean. Like It just it just happens from time to time. You can't expect to win games 42 to, to 38 every single mm-hmm. week. It's not going to be conducive to winning the Super Bowl. You might make the playoffs that way, but once you get there, you probably won't go very far with that kind of a defense. And it is an uphill battle for the Chiefs this year with that defense. You know, They're as vulnerable as they've ever been since Patrick Mahomes has, has entered into the league, and he's throwing more interceptions than he ever has. Mm-hmm. He's already matched his total from last season this year as far as interceptions are concerned. So there's some flaws in the, in the armor for the Chiefs, but I, I still think they're any given Sunday, if you see the Chiefs line up against you, scary. you're pretty scared. Yeah, no I mean, matter who you are. The Steelers are feeling that pressure already, and the Chiefs are, what, 12 weeks down the line. Yeah, and any pipe dream that people might have had where, well, maybe the Chiefs will be undefeated at that point and they'll already be resting starters. No, they need as many wins as possible now, so they'll be on a rampage come the day after Christmas when the Steelers have to travel to Mm -hmm. Arrowhead Stadium. So we both got the Chiefs at number 10 in our power rankings. Do we both have the Browns at number 9? We do. Wow. I feel like this is the easiest week for power wings. Power rankings. Well, let's power see, rankings. Let's see, power rankings. Well, let's see how far. Am I a little sad? Why are you talking like a baby? Is Andy afraid? We're gonna move uh, up this list and see how long we can go being okay, simpatico. So far, we're two for two. The Browns tough loss against the Chargers. Really right, good that's football why you team don't in move LA. Them down too far. No. However, they they are now three and two on the season. Two losses are against the Chiefs and the Browns. Or Chiefs and the Chargers. Chiefs and the Chargers. But you have to wonder, why aren't they beating these good teams? That's a good point. And they're scraping by against the bad teams. Davis Mills almost Davis mills them uh, against the when they played the Texans. He led a comeback after Tyrod Taylor went out. Browns held on there. They played probably the most disgusting game of football all year in Minnesota and were able to pull that right. one out against the Vikings. So. Barely. They're barely squeaking by the teams that they should dominate. They did dominate the Bears. We we need to give them credit there. That's fair. The Bears' offense was completely stymied against that Browns' defense. But, yeah, they beat the teams they're supposed to. But in those matchups where it's a coin flip and two heavyweights going at it, they're 0 for 2 so far. So that's something that they definitely need to change. They get an opportunity to this week as they welcome the Arizona Cardinals, who are 5-0, and into Cleveland. So I think definitely that's a, a, that's a good test. spot for them to get that first big quality win against a, another heavyweight opponent. Definitely a big test for them. Big test for the Cardinals too, right? Or have they yeah. passed all the tests pretty yeah. much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they um, beat the Rams already, so what What more tests can they pass? Here's my here's, – well, here's the thing is the fact that I'm, – I'm not talking about the Cardinals. The Browns allowed nearly 500 yards on offense to the Chargers. Yeah. And we know the Chargers' offense is capable – if they allow 500 yards on offense to the Chargers, they can allow 600 yards on offense to the to the uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals offense is prolific. One of the best in football. Probably, I think they're the second best statistically behind the Bills right now, as yep. far as an offense is yep. concerned. So, well, because they just had their first game of the season without putting up 30 points or or 400 yards on offense. Yeah, that's the other thing. They won that game with defense, so it's not like the Browns are going to be able to just roll over the Cardinals' mm-hmm. defense. They still might put up points against them because it's not an amazing but defense. But don't expect it to be a 40-45 cap- shootout. It's a capable defense, though. Yeah. So I think that they'll be able to 
do decently well against the Browns. All right, number eight. Let's see if we're three for three. Another AFC North team? No. Uh, so we skip. We, uh, I go to the NFC East on this one, and I got the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, that's fair. Sitting at number eight. The Cowboys' offense is one of the sneakiest, best in the league. And I say sneakiest because I think Cardinals get the, the play, the Bills get the play, the Chiefs obviously still get the play. Chargers are starting to get the play around the, the nation as far as great offenses. That Cowboys offense puts up a lot of points. Dak Prescott looks really good. He's got weapons galore. Cooper and C.D. Lamb are great wide receivers. Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz is a really a good, good tight end. end. Gallup's, Gallup's, Gallup's a really good third option in the receiving game. Well, Gallup's game. been on the IR since week one. But he's still going to come back. Yeah, I guess. But and Zeke Elliott, really I think, option. is the name you really have to mention here. And Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's a really good backup running back to Zeke. I know, but Zeke is just having a career resurgence of, it's Dak, of, of a year. Dak's the reason oh, why. Dak is 100% the reason, but we were talking about Weapons, Zeke, I think, is the name you got to say first. I think it's a far and away, or I think it's a runaway now in the NFC East. I think there's it, no competition there. Now the Cowboys are getting closer to that. Well, they're already a lock for the NFC. You're not debating that. You're debating are they going to be able to get the one seed? Are they going to be in it for the one seed? Well, the they're four and they one could right is now because they have these this division where they can just beat up. They, they should go six, six and zero. They should. It's the NFC East, though. We never know. When the Eagles or Giants or football team is going to sneak up and, and take one. Maybe get them. one. Football team may be the only one that can do that to me, though. The Giants right now are pretty depleted and on offense. And they just offense. got destroyed by the Cowboys. It was in Dallas, but still. I mean, they got molly They're And they're depleted on, on offense. And the Eagles just don't seem to be clicking this year, which is a shame because you are, you're pretty high on Jalen Hurts, right? Not high on him. I just think he's better than what a lot of people think he is. I think that – I don't think you pull the plug on a guy like that after this year. I think they're going to struggle through this year, but I think you got at least something you can explore next year when you try to build that roster up around him even more so. Yeah. But they're not ready this year. Okay. And I think the Cowboys are going to run away with that thing. I'm I'm real impressed with what I've seen from the, the Cowboys so far this season. So am I. Um, and let's not even – I mean, we've been talking about the offense, the defense led by Trayvon Smith. The guy is just a ball hog. And they he go – continues to get interceptions. They go to New England to face the Patriots, so they're looking at 5-1. and one, I right think so, too. Uh, what was got? their lone loss in the season? Charges. Uh, no, 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 they no, beat the, the Chargers. Buccaneers. The Buccaneers on the Buccaneers in week one. So, yeah, they so beat the Chargers. They're looking to get on a five game winning streak here. With only loss being against Super Bowl Tampa Bay week contender one. and potential favorite Tampa Bay. Your number My 18? number eight team, as I said, another AFC North team, the Baltimore Ravens. I have them as low as eight just because they're sneaking away with a miracle 66 yard field goal against the Detroit Lions. They're sneaking away with a miracle 19 point quarter. Comeback, sorry, fourth quarter comeback against the Indianapolis Colts. I, 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 I know they're four and one right now, and their their record to me is not indicative of how not great this team is. I think it's all I, we we talked about in an earlier episode. The Seahawks, how reliant they are on the play of Russell Wilson. If Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. goes down, because right now their running backs, even though in the past they've been really good. Without J.K. Dobbins, without Gus Edwards, these guys they have available to them, uh, who is it, Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman, and I don't even know the Tyson third guy. Tyson Williams. Tyson Williams. I don't know where Le'Veon Bell stands in purgatory for, He's been for his running back career. He's been active in the uh, past couple of weeks, but just not. I think he had a carry two weeks ago for like a okay, yard. Great. Le'Veon Bell, what a, what a guy. But 
they they don't even believe in their running backs. It's all reliant on he leads on the Lamar team in rushing. Jackson. I mean, doesn't doesn't shock me at all. He's one of the league leaders in the NFL. In doesn't shock me at all. I think as soon as he goes down, this team will fall with him. And I think they're working him a little too much where that day could come sooner rather than later. Well, we'll just transition nicely into my number seven team then because they are the that's where I put well, the Well, how about them? My number seven team was the um, Dallas Cowboys. We're so close to being four and four here. One thing I will say about Lamar, I'm a little shocked you put the Cowboys below the, the, the Ravens. Maybe I am a little shocked too. I, I like the Ravens because of Lamar Jackson. And yeah, you're right. When he goes down, they're going to be a completely different football team. But until that day comes... I'll still just keep believing that he's going to put up ungodly numbers. Are we finally done with the whole he can't throw the ball, he's not a good passer? Are we finally putting that to bed? 37 so a- for 43, 442 yards, four touchdowns, most yardage by a quarterback, and highest completion percentage by a quarterback that threw the ball over 40 times in a game. I mean, Ever? get the hell Not yardage, but most complete, highest completion percentage okay. for throwing the ball over 40 times in a game. He's a really good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, this was his best day as a passer of his career, I would say. He's a really good quarterback. He's an all-around good quarterback. And it's funny because they had to throw the ball because they were down by 19 points. And he did it beautifully. And he did it. Yeah, he did it. Because he's a really good quarterback. You know, all this, uh, the league's going to figure him out eventually. Well, if the league hasn't figured him out by now, they might be getting worse, actually, at guarding him if this game is any indication. Lamar's a special player. Uh the MVP race, we'll do an episode about this one day because it's a lock jam for the MVP race right now. There's a lot of guys. Lamar's definitely thrown his hat Lamar, right in Lamar, Josh Allen, Justin Kyler Herbert, Murray, Kyler Murray. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, absolutely Tom Brady's right yeah. in there. I'm sure Rodgers will sneak into that conversation I'm as sure. the year goes on. Najee so. Harris, I mean. It, it, shut up. <laughs> Rookie of the year, yes. Najee Harris is definitely knocking on that door. But, but no, I, I mean, I completely Dak Prescott's agree. another one. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, lock. I completely agree. Lamar. Is no longer the guy where it's similar to Robert Griffin, where give it a year or two and you're going to solve him no. and he's going to be out of the league. No. That happened to Robert Griffin. It has not come close to happening to Lamar Jackson. My problem— When he hits his athletic wall, that's when it happens. But it's that, on him. It's it, not it on may anybody not, else. I don't even know if it's going to take that. It could just take the wrong hit, the wrong exertion, too many plays where it's getting into his hands for either a, 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 a long pass or— or a rush design play, and he just takes a hit where he cannot recover. From the good him. news is, is he's pretty good at protecting himself there. So your number seventeen was the Dallas Cowboys. My number seventeen. So we can move on because we've both we've talked about both teams enough. My number sixteen, the Green Bay Packers. My sixteen is the Green Bay Packers. I, Tom, too. I told you this is a very easy week in my mind. Maybe the top five is where we'll separate. Maybe, but I got the Packers number six scraping by against the Cincinnati Bengals. But I kind of come away from that game. It was a, a disgusting display from both kickers, obviously. One of the best of all time, too, in Mason Crosby. Was it five missed field goals combined? Uh, yeah. And Four of seven for Mason Crosby, over two for the rookie Brandon from McManus. The, the rookie McManus, from McManus, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't I know, know how McManus, Mason— McManus, I think, was Yeah, McManus Denver, is the guy. McPherson. Yeah, he's a rookie for Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. I don't know how one of the greatest kickers ever in Mason Crosby has a performance like that. Four of seven. But he did make the one that counted at the he end, did. and that's why he is one of the greatest kickers. On his kickers. third try. Yeah, He exactly. missed one at the end of regulation. He missed one in overtime, and then he got it. I think, on the surface, a casual fan— sees them win in overtime by three points against the Bengals, even though it's on the road, and they say, because, you know, the casual fan hasn't caught up to how the Bengals actually look so far this year, mm-hmm. they say to themselves, Packers struggling again. 
Not a great win, not a great look for Green Bay. I'm actually the opposite here. I think going on the road against that Cincinnati team that's really proving to be a good football team Yeah, not a bad team. I think that's a good result for the Packers to come away with uh, in a game that was a rock fight. I mean, that Bengals crowd was into it. That was the biggest game in the Joe Burrow era. This is the biggest game since uh, Antonio Brown got his head taken off for the Cincinnati Bengals. So everybody in that stadium was juiced. There was an energy about it, and the Packers able to sneak away with a big win there. So they still stay firmly entrenched in my top 10, just outside of the top five at number six. You have nothing to add. No, 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 no. I'm thinking about biggest games for the Bengals in the past five years or so, and I think that it's accurate to say— It's this one. It was this one. Not even that, but, like, the most hyped up a Cincinnati crowd has been for a home game. And I know that the Steelers beating them on the road was a huge deal for them, but in terms of home crowd atmosphere, this was probably the biggest one they've had. Yeah, and, you know, it's if you were 3-1 and and you were heading against the Packers, yeah, you'd be— juiced about it but it's the fact that you're three and one and you got the guy at quarterback mm-hmm. that's what makes you real juice. not just the guy at quarterback but the dude lining up on the sidelines for an a 50-yard touchdown week at it's automatic now with jamar chase yeah they're already one of the best tandems in football him chase I, I don't think there's a question right now jamar chase is leading the offensive rookie of the year race yeah no, it's, right a matter behind of, him. it's a matter of will it sustain itself for the entire season could Najee harris catch up but right now it's a one it's a one-horse race with Jamar Chase. Heading into our top five. Sorry, we spent a lot of time talking about the Bengals instead of the Packers. But that's just because— Do the Bengals sit anywhere near outside your top yeah, ten? Yeah, they do. They're one of the teams knocking on the door because the, uh, we said last week this is a prove-it game for the Bengals, and even if they lose but it's close, they're going to be proving things to us. They did. They checked a lot of box. If the kicker, who's barely a football player anyway, makes the field goal that he thinks he makes, the Bengals beat the Packers, and right. they're four and, and they're one, four and, and they're in first they're place in, in the division. 10. Exactly. So I, I think they prove that they're a pretty good football team. They're in my top ten, and the Kansas City Chiefs are not. I agree with that. Uh, number five. This is where it gets rocky. I got I the L.A. Rams at number five. Oh, the L.A. Rams. I go to the L.A. Chargers at number. Do you five. have the Rams at number four? I don't. But okay. So let's let's okay. stop. Let's stop. Well, I got the Rams at number five. Um, Good bounce back performance from them on Thursday Night Football last week against Seattle. Obviously, they got a little bit of help towards the end of the game with Geno Smith coming in and throwing that bonehead interception. But Matt Stafford had a bit of a rocky performance the week prior against the Cardinals. He threw for 365, 25 for 37, only missing 12 of his passes against the Seahawks. Did throw an interception, but also had a touchdown as well. Good performance from Stafford. He targeted Robert Woods a lot. Robert Woods had 150 yards through the yeah, air. Yeah, I mean, of course he did because it's, I've been starting him on my fantasy team all season long. He's been putting up two and three and four points. Then I bench him and he goes off for well, like Well, why would 17. you bench him against one of the worst passing defenses in football? Because I wasn't you sh- thinking. Tom. You should have thought about that. Because I, I, I figured they played other bad defenses so far up to that point, and he wasn't doing anything, and of course it's just karma. Yeah, well, anyone else's karma that I lost Clyde Edwards Hilaire for the I, to the IR. I put a waiver claim in for Daryl Williams, and of course, someone else got him. Did anybody? How is that fair? Did anybody give you the impression that we care at all about How is that fair about that your when fantasy the player, problems? When the team that loses the guy to IR doesn't automatically get his back. Are we are, are we doing Jacob's fantasy world, yes, or are we, we doing the NFL power, power rankings. rankings? We're done with power rankings. No, the Rams have the Giants at New York this week. Should be another win. They should be looking at five and one yep, as well. I agree. For my number five team, I said I have the LA Chargers. Maybe they should be a little bit higher on my list. That they have two of the most impressive, two of the more impressive wins in the season so far in back 
in, in two out of three weeks because they beat the Chiefs two weeks ago. They beat the Raiders last week, who we now think are kind of frauds, and we don't know where they're going to go in terms of the rest of the season without John Gruden, without a, a, a definitive head coach. Uh, and then they beat the Cleveland Browns and was the best offensive game so far we've seen this this season. Such a fun game to watch. Me, you, and Crowley watched that once the Steelers game, once the Steelers broadcast was finished up, the postgame coverage was done. But, I mean, enough can't be said about Justin Herbert, right? We were talking about the MVP race earlier uh, when we were talking about Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. Justin Herbert is right up in there. The guy was 7-9 and nine in his rookie season. Unfortunately for, I forget his name, the head coach last year, wasn't enough to keep him Anthony high. Lynn. Anthony Lynn. I still don't know what the Chargers were doing by letting him go. I do. Brandon Staley's a really good coach. Brandon Staley's good. I think he's but I think than it's Anthony more Lynn. I think it's more dependent on the play of Justin Herbert. Look, sometimes you have to make a tough decision like that. Mark Jackson did a decent job with the Golden State Warriors, but then they switched to Steve Kerr and the dynasty starts. You're right. You know what I mean? So maybe it's Brandon Staley getting more out of Justin Herbert than what Anthony Lynn Anthony would have. Lynn because I think Brandon Staley's gonna be an offensive genius in this league. For I mean, a while. he he's got the guy. We talk about yeah, having no guys, doubt. Justin Herbert's the guy. Uh I, I maybe should have him a little bit higher and it's questionable that I don't because they. I just said they have two of the more impressive wins in the season but right now the other four teams to me are, are more complete if you will well my number four team is those LA Chargers uh, mm. interesting that we both have the Cowboys behind them with the Cowboys having that's the true. same record and that's beating true. them on the road however that's the only good win I think the Cowboys have and here's the, the thing it's power rankings so it's not just based not on head to head it's based on season. our eye test yeah. what we feel is the better team and right now I feel it's like the we- Chargers are better week rankings, Tom. I-, I like Herbert more than Dak Prescott and I think Herbert really is yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. I think they're both great. I don't know. It's a toss up. Herbert's way I, I think I don't know. I think he's, Dak's pretty damn good. They're both you, great. Can Dak ever they're be the best great. quarterback in the NFL? I think Dak can be too. No way. Dak what Dak was on his way to being the MVP last year. You think year he could be the number hurt. one quarterback in the league? You think yes. every people would you'd go up to people on the street and you'd say, Who's the number one quarterback in football? You think Dak Prescott's ever gonna be an answer there? You think Justin Herbert's more likely yes. to be the answer before yes. Dak Prescott? Yes, a million times. All right. Yes, All right. a million Did times. Did Justin yes. Herbert or Dak Prescott go thirteen and three in the rookie year? Uh, I don't know. Did Justin Herbert set the rookie touchdown passing record in his rookie year, playing the best quarterback of any rookie so far? I rest my case. The Herbert Chargers, number four, on the power rankings. Uh, big, big time game. They just seem to keep finding themselves in these giant games. They go to Baltimore and face the Ravens at 1 o'clock this Sunday. So Steelers fans, game doesn't start till 8.20. What a great way to start your NFL Sunday than watching Chargers at Ravens at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Chargers took the Browns to task last week. Came away with a big win. Let's see if they can get two in a row against the AFC North as they head to cool Baltimore. Your number four? My number four, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. Uh, we know how good Tom Brady is. The reason they sit at four and not a little bit higher is because they beat up on a really bad Miami Dolphins team this past week. So they didn't do anything to Im- improve, but they didn't also lose the Dolphins. So they didn't fall back for me. So I have them at my number four team. Still, I, I, they are my favorite to come out of the NFC, the NFC this year for the, for the Super Bowl. But this week did nothing to curry my favor a little bit more 
uh, to move them up in my power rankings. Well, this is a trend that's been happening the past couple of picks, but your number four is my number three. I got the Buccaneers sitting at number number three three in the league, uh, second highest rated NFC team for me. I do still think they're the favorite. Tom Brady threw for five touchdown passes and over 400 yards again. I saw a stat that he's on pace for over 6,000 yards through the air this year and over 51 touchdowns. So we're talking about that MVP race. He gets 6,000 yards and 51 touchdowns. No chance anybody else gets the MVP over Tom Brady if he puts up a number like that in his age Mm -hmm. 44 season. Yeah, the Buccaneers are a wagon. You said they're playing a bad team, the Dolphins, and that's absolutely correct. One of the worst teams in football, especially with Jacoby Brissett being their starting quarterback now. But that's exactly what you're supposed to do against bad teams. You're right. And Antonio Brown had a, a, an incredible performance. That guy is – it's not fair that that team has an, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans available. And Gronk when he's healthy. And Gronk when he's healthy. But they don't, I, I don't even think they even need him. They don't, but they want them because that's of course, Brady's and Brady wants them lover too. in the end zone when they're in the red zone. Your number three team is the Rams. My number three team is the Rams. Yep. A little shocked you have them as far back as five, considering they beat the the Seahawks. I get it that Russell Wilson wasn't in there for the fourth quarter when it mattered, uh, but still, they, they won the game they were supposed to win, right? And they were winning the game against the Seahawks even before Russell Wilson went down. So there was no indication that the Rams could have lost that game up to that point. Uh, I still think they have – we talk about good wins and good losses. They have a really good – their only loss came against the Arizona Cardinals, who are the only undefeated team left in the NFL. So a good loss to have on your resume. Unfortunately, it just came against a division opponent. Number two. Okay, so I think I think we see eye to eye on this one. Number two, I have the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, the undefeated team, yep. Arizona Cardinals, at number two. Obviously, that means we both jumped the Buffalo Bills to number one in our power rankings. Let's talk real quick about the the Cardinals. They did nothing wrong. I want to make that very clear. They actually impressed me. No, I was going to say, they they actually did impress you because they showed you that they have a defense that can shut down a a decent offense by San Francisco, especially a a great offensive-minded head coach in Kyle Shane. If you're going to become an NFL Super Bowl contender, you have to win games in a myriad of ways. Uh, Even though the Buccaneers can put up a billion points on people, the defense is still able to be game-breaking and win games for Tom Brady. I think you saw that against the New England Patriots in Tom Brady's homecoming, the defense going out there and helping them get a win when the offense was not clicking. You have to be able to have that well-rounded nature in your team's DNA in order to win games in January and get to a Super Bowl. And that's the one thing that you know you question about Arizona. Offense is prolific. Can the defense win them a game? Mm-hmm. Well, the defense won them a game against the San Francisco 49ers, holding them to only 10 points. I understand it was Trey Lance's first start, but still, only 10 points surrendered against any NFL team is a good day, no matter who that quarterback is you're facing. So Cardinals proving a lot to us this week. It's just a matter of the team that jumped them. It's just been a wagon ever since week one. So... No offense to Arizona. I think you're a phenomenal football team, and you're definitely an NFC contender in my mind now. You are. But you're number two in my power rankings. Here comes your test. I mean, test after test after test after test for all these NFC West teams playing each other and then playing good teams outside of their division. They go on the road to Cleveland, which we've talked about earlier. Do you see any possibility of an upset there? Who's favored? Uh, right now, it looks Cleveland's to be favored by three. Cleveland's favored by three. So it would be an upset if the Cardinals win. Uh, in my mind, the upset is if Cleveland wins. Do you see Cleveland winning that I game? I don't care what in your mind it is. Vegas says the upset would be if Cardinals win, and I, <laughs> I don't know I why do I don't think, work for Vegas. I my, do think my an upset mind is what's most. I think important. an upset's gonna happen because I think the Cardinals are gonna go six okay. and zero. 
which is going to be scary times for the Browns because I still think they're a playoff team. But, but they drop. We sitting three there at three and three, and you'll be like, things will be a little tight. And it's going to be hard for the Cardinals to lose to 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 throw away that six and zero start to the season. I think oh, NFC yeah. West teams are going to be a little bit afraid. Too. Oh yeah, I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they're already well on their way to at least a wild card spot, even if they do stumble down the stretch. Number one though, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. They're murdering everybody. They're destroying, except for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Except for the Steelers somehow, but yeah, you know, I think your hesitation with the Bills in weeks prior was they've been destroying bad teams, but then they go to Kansas City and they destroy the Kansas. Well, City Well, it's Chiefs. a bad defense too. But they only let the offense score twenty. Right. That's that's what impresses I, what impresses you more from that game. You knew they were going to put up thirty eight points. Right. The defense but you thought they'd allowed, win thirty eight to thirty five or something. The defense like only that. allowed twenty points. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of the Super Bowl where Patrick Mahomes was doing Patrick Mahomes like things, and his receivers were just dropping balls left and right. It was pouring down rain too, so that's you're not right. Conducive. There was a there was like a what a forty five minute delay, thirty five minute delay. To start the second half, yeah, but still, I mean... The Bills have the defense that gives up the least amount of points in football, and they score the most points on offense. It's a pretty they, they good... They have the best scoring defense right now? As far as I'm concerned, okay. as far as I know, they give up the least amount of points. Yeah, I it's mean, that's, a that's pretty, how you win. That's pretty good win formula, right? You don't allow teams to score, and then you score the most. Their point differential is absurd. By far the best. They're the, the team NFL. to beat in the NFL right now, not just the AFC in the NFL. It's just it's the ma- it's the fact that they're just murdering these mm-hmm. teams is what's so unusual. Because even when teams are getting to be dynastic, I mean, even when the Chiefs were on their run for the past couple of years, there's games that are close because it's the NFL. It's just the nature of the beast. And I'm sure the Bills will be in a close game sooner rather than later. But they're just murdering yeah. teams in the next. You know, yeah, hit on the list is at Tennessee, Tennessee. against the Titans on I Monday Night Football. I expect that to be five and one for Bills for the Bills after that. And I gotta tell you, Jacob, I think they're gonna win by two touchdowns again. I think they're gonna mollywop them again. Yeah, I don't think it matters. I don't think if the Titans they, defense Titans can do get, anything if, against if them. If they get AJ Brown or, ten, or Julio Jones back, it won't matter. Doesn't matter. I think it's gonna be something like forty to twenty-seven or something like that. Something that's just. It'll be interesting to see how good of a day Derrick Henry has. Actually, forty them. to twenty-seven. That's too many points. That's the Bills defense they're going to give up. 40 to 26. No, I'm saying that's too much for the Bills defense to surrender. They're not giving up oh, 27 right, right, points. They're better defense that, than First that. of all, I don't think the Tennessee offense is capable of putting up that many points. Not against the Bills defense, that is for sure. That'll do it for week six of our NFL Power Rankings, and that'll do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. Thanks, as always, for giving us a listen. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Opferman. We'll talk to you guys next time on the Steelers Standard.